0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za Thank you for being with us again, listeners. Um, Once again, an incredible privilege to be right with you uh, wherever you are listening. And um, Ra, just a continued reminder that if you had missed any of our previous programs for the last two weeks, we've been speaking to Glennis, and um, gleaned a lot of information and help and um, insights from her. And if you want to listen to those, get to the podcasts at www.kpulpit.co.za forward slash podcasts forward slash into me see and um, send those to your friends and listen again. Um, It's all part of also our promotion of the program and of you participating with us Mm. in making this program possible. Mm. Um, So thank you very much that we can be with you again. And today, uh, this week, uh, we're going to be talking, Suki and I, a little bit more about our topic of the month. Which is uh, sponsorship and code, uh, codependency. <laughs> Not codependency, no. sponsorship and uh, accountability. Accountability. And, and I it, was thinking of the comrades, Suki, mm. okay, that's C. <laughs> and accountability partners and.
1: In a safe healing community, what it looks like. What,
0: what role they play mm. in, in a safe healing community?
1: So we hope you're enjoying the summer. It's probably quite hot now in certain parts of the country. In Pretoria, we've got those beautiful jacarandas going now. Frederick, I remember the times when it was raining. Mm. And then the bark of that jacara- mm. of the jacaranda trees, it was like dark chocolate. Yes. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> and those purple flowers all mm. over. Hey, mm. And mm. students getting ready for exams. Yes. So sometimes, like I also said, uh, the first... Um, the first program for this month it's important just to also to find um inspiration from nature hey yes sometimes yes. the world can be hard and difficult and uh, sometimes we just need to take deep breaths mm. and take a go take a break go and walk outside and go and enjoy Look at the things you can see. Make contact with the things you hear. Mm. Uh, Use our five senses to be Mm, in the here mm, and mm, now. mm, mm, I don't mm. know about you, Frederick, but sometimes my mind can take me away and I can completely forget where I am.
0: Yes. I think that is the place where we connect with God. Mm. We connect with Him in the here and now. In reality. In this current reality. um, Mm. We cannot connect with Him from our past experiences, and we cannot anticipate to connect with him. We can anticipate, but we cannot connect with him in the future. We can mm. connect with him now. Mm. And uh, as you say, we can do that th- through all of our senses, mm. um, through reading, through reading scripture and, mm. and getting in intimate contact with him. You know, we talk often, and this is what our program is about, the reality And that reality is often in the here and now. Mm -hmm. We do look at past realities. We can look at possible future realities, but Mm. we cannot predict those. And we can live in the here and now. Mm. The realities, the restoration and the redemption Mm. in the face of our hurts, hang-ups and addictions. And
1: part of that is the faith journey, hey? Mm. I think that's always the tension between reality and faith. Mm. Walking with God. Yes. So part of what we're going to talk about today is having a safe community. That's been our topic for this month because safe communities are so important. And then some of the listeners that listen often told us that he wanted to know more about sponsorship and um, what it means to have a sponsor and... What does it look like? And so we will talk. That's what we've been talking about this month.
0: Yeah. He specifically also asked about accountability. What does an accountability person look like? Mm. And um, mm. yeah, so we've got this privilege of going through those things. And uh, I think what is very, very important, Suki, is that healing only takes place in community. Exactly. Um and I, I, I just see so much in my own struggle, uh, my own porn addiction that I had a number of years ago, um, is that in isolation, I was not healing. Mm-hmm. And trying myself, I was not healing. Trying myself with God, I was not healing But it was only after I reached out for help beyond myself Mm. and actually even beyond you as well. Mm. Because I was like reeling you in to try and help me overcome Mm. my addiction.
1: So my codependency came out there and that Mm. didn't help at all. I tried to fix you and you were upset with me. Mm. And it really just didn't work. You felt I controlled you and I was controlling you at some times. It was just a mess. It really helped when we learned about community. You know, Frederick, for me, um, I also, before we entered Healing and Safe Communities, I was reading. You know, Mm, I'm an mm, avid reader. And I thought, man, if I can read all the books, I can get all the answers and I can change. And I can pray and I can ask God to help me to change. But the real change came when I was in community with people. That often reminds me of that cross, you Mm. know. The vertical part of the cross and the horizontal part of the cross, and the uh, the vertical part is God. You know, Mm. many people say to me, "I don't want people. I can't trust people. Mm. I will speak to God." Mm. But we need people. That's the horizontal part of the cross. Hey, Mm. um, because we live with people, yes, and we need to learn to live with humility and Mm. away from pride Mm. and Mm. to Mm. admit our stuff and to learn from other people with Mm. skin on. Right? It's a very important part of that journey.
0: And I think one of the the struggles that many many of us have, especially with those uh, with with addictions, is that we isolate mm. um, because we feel ashamed. We feel we cannot face people, mm. and we isolate, and um, we try very hard to try and fix ourselves or perhaps if you're a partner or a, a, of somebody that has an addiction or, mm. or a hang-up. Also a habit, isolate,
1: they're ashamed. They're
0: also ashamed of where their partner is mm. and they isolate. Mm. So the healing really only takes place in community, mm. in in an in a area of a group of people that are safe, as we were saying mm. Um mm. You know, sometimes we think of community, it's a very big group of people, um, hundreds of people that are living together in one big community. But that's not what we are talking about. Mm. We are talking about groups of people or just one group of people where you can enter Individuals into. That, Individuals, okay. yeah. A group of 5 to 10, 15 to 30 people that ha- have the same Values that have the same thoughts and a place where you can share openly about what is happening and the realities in your own life. Mm. Mm.
1: And a place where you will not be judged, Mm. where Mm. you will not be blamed, where your information is going to be confidential, Mm. where people will not try to fix you. Mm. And that's unfortunately something we often have in the Christian community where… We try to fix people because Mm. um, that's the way, you know, Frederick, that's the way I thought it worked before. I thought I had to help people. Mm. But then I know that when I share my problem and everybody starts giving me answers and tell me what to do, I actually feel very confused. Mm. That's why I love the way that we have at the CR, the Celebrate Recovery Communities, where they don't allow people to cross talk. Mm. They don't because we so, learn So cross
0: so talk, cross talk is when two individuals start uh, communicating with each other, right. and other people are left out of that specific conversation. That is what they call cross talk, right, and it right. is totally intruding on that person that is busy sharing, mm. and they are not able to continue their share and or their thought uh, that they were busy with. Mm. So there is no cross talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Which which is kind of strange. I mean in a Bible study we do have cross talk, mm, right? Mm, mm. But to try and figure out what would that safe community look like within that situation. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, so safe people um are people that will not, as you have said, will not judge, will not condemn, will not uh accuse and they will accept, they will love. And uh, you know, one of the things that we are saying is that we do not fix each other and um that all things stay confidential in that particular discussion or in that particular group and um and unless of course somebody threatens to harm themselves or others uh, then we need to with that person uh take certain steps so that they are safe because that is what we what we need we need a safe community and um it was only when i started attending groups, uh, groups of men that were struggling with the same issue that I was having, that the healing started. Mm. But Suki, let's continue to, uh, after the break, to talk about the two or three specific type of people that we need when we are in this uh, healing community uh, Mm. of safety, whether it be CR or any other support group. Um, Be back with you soon, listeners.
1: Dr. John Townsend um, has been a mentor of me in many, many years, over many years. Not really, he doesn't know me, but (laughs) I've learned so much from him through books and uh, podcasts and videos. And uh, he spoke recently, and we referred to that um, in the first program of this month as well, about the seven kinds of people and two of those kinds that you should not have in your life and try to have as little as possible of. And then um, five other kinds that we need to have more of in our lives. And we just want to expand a little bit on that topic. The first program, we didn't have a lot of time to expand on the first five. And that's what we want to do now. Um, Because as it's so important when we say, especially in this time of COVID, right, where so many people isolate and we don't get out of our Mm -hmm. homes and Mm -hmm. we really need to be with people. Yes. That's often where our healing is. And uh, to try and find these people, to try and find healing people. And like you said before, sometimes we will enter a group of people that is a healing group, but sometimes we don't have that, especially Mm. in the time of COVID. But we might have individuals that could be part of that team of people that would be good for us to reach out to.
0: Suki, you know, um, during the pandemic pandemic, we were not able to meet face to face. and uh, so many of the groups have opted to meet uh, on Zoom, mm. for example, or, or on a virtual uh, on a virtual platform. That is also a safe community. so it it does not mean that if we are not able to meet somebody face to face, that we are disconnected or exactly. we cannot be connected to them. So um, you know, we have so many. Avenues of of connecting and so much technology that we're able to connect. So Mm. um, it's never good to isolate, but it's good to connect and uh, use the technologies that are available.
1: And you know what, Frederick? I just remember now, during especially during the hard lockdown, my lifeblood were these groups Mm, that we connected mm, with. mm. We we had like four ladies that connected. Um, on a regular basis, we spoke to each other every Monday for an hour, and we also we we had a format where we didn 't cross talk with each other. Each person just had a chance to share mm. their lives mm. for five or ten minutes and it It really helped me so much where we could just share what was going on and mm. listen to each mm. other and mm. prayed for each other at the end. Um, mm. And then also, some Bible studies had gone online, right? Mm. Our CR groups are online. My COSA group is online. So I don't think, I I don't know what I would have done without Mm. this because Mm. we didn't see people like we usually did. And Mm. these were the opportunities that we could continue with our healing journey Mm. um, in an online way.
0: Well, you know, most people do prefer face to face. So Mm. do I. Mm. Um, Absolutely. But when we have. When we are not able to do that, um, we can meet on Zoom. So, mm. for example, I have well, WhatsApp, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so I have a sponsor, and uh, our meetings, our regular meetings every week, is online. Mm. And um, we had one opportunity where we could get together face to face at at a, at a restaurant. But this is the type of thing that we do. So, a sponsor is somebody that is really needed in our recovery journey. Mm. And um, uh, John Townsend has called that the person, the coach, mm. and um, it's it's somebody that really has journeyed before you. Um, he he knows what he's talking about. In other words, his struggle. Um, is similar to yours or your struggle is similar to his and is able to guide you, able to give you direction, able to ask the difficult questions like, is that all? Um, mm-hmm. Is there not perhaps something else that you would like to speak about or that you would like to admit? So that is the role of of the coach or the, or the sponsor. We really need such people in our lives. And uh, I'm actually a little bit... Almost flabbergast is to think that it took me such a long time to find a sponsor. So it's not easy mm. to find a sponsor, mm. but it's possible to find such a person. Well,
1: coach, if you can pay for a life mm. coach, it mm. might. Of course, you as a Christian, you want to look for someone with the same values. Very yes. important, yes. right? Someone with the same values that you have. Mm. But it's an objective person that looks into your life from mm. outside and can speak into your life. Someone that you're going to listen to. Mm. That you don't need to listen to them, Mm. but they listen to you, and that time is devoted to you. Mm. My first uh, sponsor I got in Al-Anon in 2016, Mm. and I remember what a relief it was for me once Mm. a month to go to that, once a week, Mm. to be with Mm. that person for an hour. And she was just there to listen to me Mm. and to speak into my life and to help me to work through the steps. Mm. Mm. Um, but of course, you can get that in many different settings. And even now, I am a sponsor to several people in my groups, mm. and I am being sponsored by someone else. Mm. And that's also like almost like a mentor and a mentee. I think mm. an ideal way for us to grow as Christians to always have a mentor or two, and then to have other people that we can mentor, that can that we. And mentor. Mm. so that is a very important growth cycle that I think mm. that's available for us as Christians.
0: You mentioned just now, Suki, to work the steps, and uh, and for those that have perhaps not tuned into us with us for the first time, mm. the steps that really, we are talking no. specifically about is uh, the twelve steps, mm. um, and the twelve steps are used; uh, they are adapted from the AA program, Alcoholics Anonymous. And they take a person through a journey of step by step from a place where we admit we are out of control and we are powerless and and we are unmanageable. Our life is unmanageable and uh, we need God. And it goes through all the steps to eventually get to the 12th step where we have had a spiritual awakening awakening, Mm. and we are able to carry the message of hope and the message of healing uh, in the specific area where we have been mm. struggling mm. Uh, to other people and to give them hope.
1: Frederick, Those steps really changed my life. I mean, mm. I've been a Christian all my life. I've followed many Bible studies. I was part of many Bible studies. I did lots of discipleship groups. But I really felt that I got discipled through those steps because step three is I turn my will and my life over to God. Step mm. four is I look at my own sin mm. and I get ready and ask God to take it away and mm. to remove that. And I ask for forgiveness and I mm. make amends. All mm. those things mm. are important mm. things for those mm. people that are not aware of that. And I know it's not easy for people that don't have addiction. I heard about people saying, you know, sometimes I wish I had an some kind of addiction because I hear about my my alcoholic friends that go to, to those groups, but there's not a group for me. Mm. But for those people, they can go to Celebrate Recovery, which mm. is a Christian recovery group for people with hurts, hang-ups, and habits. We've spoke about that in many other programs if they want to listen to that. You know, and, what uh, I
0: think mm. what's, uh, what is emphasized in many of the CR groups is that only about a third of the people um, that attend CR are struggling with some form of addiction. Mm. So, mm. two thirds of the people are there because they have some hurt, hang up, or habit, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, becoming angry, mm. or um, uh, food, dis- eating, or whatever just some hang-up that they want to want to get rid of.
1: And for people who maybe missed Glynis Campbell, she spoke to us the previous two weeks, just go and get those podcasts. Mm. She explained beautifully what a group like that is and how that works and mm. so on, and also some of the other programs.
0: So the sponsor is somebody that's very, very important in, in this journey and um, really need a sponsor. Mm. And the other person that we need is an accountability partner, and John... Uh, John Townsend Townsend. Mm. John Townsend called him a comrade Uh, he talked about the seas Uh, so it's the coach and the comrade and the comrade is somebody that literally is in the battle with you Um, they will see when uh, there are uh, vulnerabilities uh, when you're making yourself vulnerable uh, they will have your back Um, so it's somebody that when you make a commitment as to say I'm going to uh work on every Tuesday. I'm going to be doing the step work. And then they will call you or you can call them and you call each other and say, how's that work going on the step group?
1: Mm, or so, exercise. If you mm, said you're going to exercise three times a week. They will say to you, how's it going with the exercise? Mm, and it's a bit hard. Hey, If you know mm, someone is going to ask you, maybe you'll do it. But if nobody's asking you, oh, I, I just leave it. I forget about that.
0: Yeah. Mm. So a, a very important, suki for me is that an accountability partner is not somebody that needs to police you. Mm. In other words, they're not there to say, you've done this wrong, you're doing that mm. wrong. You're or doing they call this
1: wrong. you and say, have you exercised today? Yeah. No, yeah. not like that.
0: Um, so it's really somebody that you can be freely and vulnerably mm. in communication with. Someone
1: and, is not going to judge
0: you. Mm, and they will build you up. Um, oh. somebody uh, shared a story with me or an account with me. He said that um, their friend was, uh, came out of rehab for alcoholism, and when they arrived home, their husband had uh, the bottle of whiskey waiting oh. on the table. And that is definitely not an accountability partner that is somebody that we would avoid mm. and uh, in uh, towns and doctor towns and groups of Cs it is the person that is either chronic or uh, that is uh, what do you call that one the contaminants some, uh, contaminant yeah mm-hmm. that is somebody that is a contaminant that is drawing you down mm. so an accountability partner doesn't draw you down but builds up Mm. That edifies, mm. and that mm. there is mutual a mutuality. So
1: you will also do it for them, right? Mm. No, they will mm. not only do it for you. That's the difference between the sponsor and the accountability. Mm. The sponsor is a few steps ahead of you. Mm. They can lead you and guide you. They they're gonna you're gonna speak to them. Mm. Um, the, you're not going to ask them about their stuff. But accountability partner is mutual. Yes. So they will talk to you. You will talk to them. Mm. And then of course the casuals, Frederick. Um. The casuals are just the people that go with you, that do life with you, that go to the movies with mm. you, that go out and run with you. You don't talk about deep things because mm. you know maybe they try to fix you. Maybe you can't really trust them, but you can you can enjoy things. You can do things with them.
0: But you need those people in your life exactly. as well uh, exactly. the, uh, for self-care, for self-nurturing. You need those people. And very often your comrades come from your casuals. Mm. Um, So Mm. we need to engage in those relationships. That also breaks the isolation. But Suki, you know what? We've come to the end of our program today. Thank you very much that we could be in conversation. And thank you listeners for being with us. And listeners, please continue uh, to send your comments or questions to Suki at kpulpa.co.za by email. Or uh, if you've missed something and you thought that, okay, that would be something interesting to listen to, go to the podcasts on www.kpulpa.co.za forward slash podcasts forward slash into me see. Well, see you again next week and next month. Thank you very much, listeners, for being with us. God bless.